Annyeong SAO! Welcome to Afternoon of Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, romance novelists and your K-Romance guides. So grab some deck bokey and listen to your new favorite unease. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. So I do have the last bite of my dinner in my mouth. I apologize. But no, right before we started, <laughs> right before we started recording, Megan's like, can I ask what you had for dinner tonight? And I'm like, oh, I'll just save it. <laughs> so I feel like, so one of our sister pods is It's Bananas. And her tagline is, you know, what's on my mind and what's on my table. She does, um, you know, a lot of like metaphors with fruit and it's quite smart and really fun. I feel like what's on my mind and what's on my table also is very the same. It's just that I'm more of like the, the raccoon in the garbage can still. <laughs> so tonight, what is on my, what I had for dinner were two frozen, look, they were good, but they were Trader, my husband bought them. They're Trader Joe's cinnamon pancakes, but they're like Korean label. He's like, I brought you these Korean <laughs> cinnamon pancakes. And I was like, don't I know. But I was looking for something super fast to make. So I put two in the microwave and I will say I had like breakfast for dinner or breakfast for dinner. I had dessert for dinner, really. Um, but then what I am drinking is we have a soda stream, like a bubbly water maker. Mm-hmm. I put in some Tivana, like uh, from our local Asian market, like a kombucha. And then I threw in a whole bunch of mezcal. So basically I'm drinking like mezcal, which is like tequila's smokier cousin and pairing that nicely with like a cinnamon pancake. (laughs) What? That's so gross. (laughs) I really feel like I'm on to something of my struggle dinners on Wednesday nights. I mean, I, I'm, I'm there with you tonight. I had a protein bar and pretzels. Yum. Yep. What kind of protein bar? Because I hate protein bars. Oh no, this is, these are my crack. I've got the wrapper right here. Um, it's the Quest uh, mint chocolate cookie, mint chocolate oh, chunk or whatever. Um, I I buy these. We are not box. sponsored by no, Quest. No, we are not sponsored by Quest, but I eat a lot of Quest protein stuff. Um, yeah, I live for these protein bars and their um, loaded taco protein chips. Mm. Yeah. Now that sounds good. Yeah. I might just try those. I uh, will see. You were eating that, Leah, and I could see it was like bread and there was like a dark yeah something sandwich i was wondering if it was vegemite uh and i was like nope, not tonight i don't think you would yeah do I, you like I vegemite w- though not really but on wednesday struggle night dinners i would eat vegemite fine like vegemite's one of these things that like i will say when i first had it i overdid it so when i went to australia like way back like five thousand years ago i put it on bread like you would peanut butter that is not okay. the way. Okay. So you put it on f- with a light touch. I mean, look, some people might be out there being like, look, I got a lot of hair in my armpits and I go for it and I just like eat Vegemite hardcore. But I'd say most people I see do like quite a lot of butter or margarine and then they do like a light, a light gloss of the Vegemite. Okay. And in that case, sure. I mean, it's not going to be my go-to, but I'm not going to say no to it, especially if someone makes it for me. Well, I really want those cinnamon <laughs> Well, I'm just really proud of your cooking because I'm going to say that, like, I've just realized that 
I don't think my kids are ever going to tell a story where they're like, when my mom cooked X, like that just feels like home. I don't think that's the light. They're going to be like, when my mom took me to the dining hall on campus where we could eat for free. (laughs) And last night I was so tired. I took the kids to the dining hall because I get a free like meal plan at the dining hall for my job. I was was so tired that that Poppy wanted help because they get shy too because they're tiny and they're like college students. So Poppy's always like, get up and come with me to get stuff. So there's like the soft serve ice cream machine. Oh, gosh. I want ice cream. I could not have free access to that. Yeah. And so next to that was like butterfingers, marshmallows, sprinkles, like all the stuff to put on like your cone or your bowl. So anyway, I like get her her cone. And then we like turn to the side and I'm like trying to give her marshmallows and sprinkles and butter, like all the stuff I just said that she wanted. And then I looked back over and I realized I had not turned off the ice cream maker. No. <gasps> and so it just looked like the giantest like job of the hut. Just like <laughs> job of the hut dookie. I turned it off and I looked at it. It looked back at me and I was like, well, what do I do with this? And I'm like, I, I'm a grown up. Like, I can't just be like, fuck this. So I like stood there for a second being like... But I also, I'm like, I'm tired and I don't know what to do. So I went around the corner to like where like the dining hall manager was. And I'm like, knock, knock. (laughs) It was basically like, so I'm dumb. I did not turn off the ice cream machine. And they were really nice about it. And they're like, we'll take it. I'm like, look, if you just tell me where to take it, I'll deal with it. But it was just such a funny, it was like, it really was. It was like Jabba the Hutt meets like one of those giant poop dolls. <laughs> and I was like, if I was 18, maybe I could run away, like n- pretending like this didn't happen to me. But I can't. I'm a grown up now. I got to deal with my shit ice cream creations. Oh I would love like I, I think this is my if I had like full access to a dining hall, I would just make Belgian waffles all the time. You know, the Belgian oh, waffle makers. Yeah. Like, so they don't do it, that. Like- we don't have that. <gasps> That's what we had that when I was so as my undergrad. That was like we had like that on tap. I don't think that I had that. We had we had the ice cream machine, but I don't think we had a Belgian. What is it? Oh, you on like a did. fucking cruise, and they're making you a continental breakfast. No, no, like there was like a big bucket of like batter and like yeah. a soup ladle, and you like yeah. ladled it into the waffle. Presses. It was a mess too. It was a yeah, mess. It was a like, disgusting. I was like, I can't mess. imagine like, that. Like even being pre-COVID. good after one waffle like and you just put your <laughs> batter over somebody else's old like waffle oh press. yeah i did that well yeah i mean uh, yeah absolutely I, but, yeah and we had like a taco but oh man i miss dining halls my kids like i can't imagine what it's like now like it's the thing like when i was in college it was great but i bet dining halls now are like even freaking better i think some places are look i don't want to denigrate our dining halls our dining halls are okay i would not say the wow factor is there but they're mm-hmm. okay I mean, like I'm certainly not in the struggle bus, and I'm not cooking. Yeah, there's an ice cream machine. That's pretty yeah. badass. The dorm that my daughter's gonna live in next year, like we we got to visit <gasps> over the summer when we we're shopping for colleges, and not only do they have like a dining hall, but they also have like like a mini mart in there. So like even when the dining hall is closed, mm. you can go and pick up like little microwave meals. There's but like we little have refrigerator. That too. Like it's like a little store right there in. Yep. I'm like. And, and I think there's also a subway, like, in her dorm. I mean, okay, so dramas, I was just going to say, yeah. so to make this, to bring this back and make it about me, but no, I'm trying to decide, like, I kind of got to eat Subway in Korea, right? Like, I'm trying to decide, like, I, like... Subway like and Papa John's. Like, I think you need to go to all the iconic <laughs> fast food. But I mean, you need like, to I get like hot dogs a... on your pizza. <laughs> yeah. Because oh I'm like, I don't want to. 
I'm not like opposed to eating a lot, but I kind of like, I feel like I have a lot that I want to try. And so I'm like, right. am I spending some of my stomach real estate on a foot long? No, just, a six inch. Just a couple bites. Or am I just doing like, yeah, like a bite and then like doing like the mouthfeel of like the sub? You got to order like double meat. Like they always <laughs> order it with like special. And you've got to eat it out of the wrapper. You can't. Yeah. You have to have half Do the wrapper still on. Oh I need God. a photo of you holding a wrapped Subway sub. I can't like wait. Like Kim Shin just I... handed it to you and saved your fucking life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, right now there's like a whole bunch of people for some reason in Korea. I don't know why every influencer in the fucking world is in Korea right now, but they are. Like it, at mm-hmm. least it feels like it to me. Like my whole Instagram is just all these people I follow same, all in Korea. Same. And I was like, your stuff is all cute. It's all funny. It's all set to music. I'm going to be like, first, I am not an influencer. So you're right. going to have like what? Like me with a bad selfie, like in the goblin tunnel. Be like, I'm like share. So I'm just saying, get excited, folks. Because like. No, I want just Leah, keep your expectations Leah. like down, like around yeah. your waist. This is like not cute. <laughs> Like Dima's like going through like just everything is adorable. I was like, oh my god, my brand is like the anti adorable. I know she's like so cute. She has like outfits like that. Uh, we're talking about it's Dima loves what's dramas or something? dramas, yeah. Um, on Instagram and yeah, she has like outfits like matching with the locations. She has pretty music. Her oh. photos are beautiful. But this is yeah. but this that is her job. But this either. is her job. It is, but like. She's clearly very good at it. Yes, she is. Yes. That's, that's why it's her job, because she's yeah. so good at it. So you're going to see my POV soon. So you're going to find out tell- why this is not our job. <laughs> I told, so I, I had a genius idea. So I'm not going to bring my computer. I bring my computer everywhere, and I'm not there very long. And so I am not going to bring my computer. And this is a big, like, I don't think I've been away from a c- computer since. 2011 i don't know a long like a very long time and so i'm not bringing it but i am gonna have my phone and so what i've told our patreon group is that usually on the 15th of every month we put a bonus uh like short pod snack size episode in for folks who you know subscribe to our patreon and so i was like look i'll do that but what i think i'm gonna do is i'm gonna bring my phone with me and everywhere i go i'll just like i'll record some sound files so it'll be like here i am at this subway i've just gotten you know a foot-long hot dog whatever now you can hear me chew it (laughs) (laughs) double, double meat sub yeah Thanks for attending my last hour of my life. I don't know. We're going to see what happens. I think it could be. It's either going to be the most boring or the most fun ever. But whatever it is, I think I'll be glad in the end I have it to look back on when I'm like old and remembered when I did fun things. Right. Well, that was actually my thought is it's I, like, yes, we want it for Patreon. But I actually think you'll be glad you did it mm-hmm. for yourself that you, you know, recorded yourself at all these places. You'll have your daughter with you. I think it will be really, really cool. Um, and I think you'll be glad you did. I am going to sing Norabong somewhere. So I will definitely. Please do. Definitely make sure you get some karaoke. It could be, it's, it could be Journey. I don't know. Like what's, okay. Before we get into the drama stuff, what's your go-to karaoke? Like if you get into a karaoke bar and someone's like, you say, what's your song? Like, so what's I've your done hit? karaoke like 
twice in my I've life. Done but it the first time was you. with you. <laughs> yeah, and we did. Don't stop believing. Like we, we did. that's what we did. Um, I do "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi. That's a good one. Every mm, time, that's a good one. That is my go-to. I have a photo from my twenty-first birthday uh, with Long Island iced tea spilled all over my jeans. <laughs> like they are, it's clearly a soaking wet patch right on my thigh, and I'm just screaming into the microphone. It's a great picture, <laughs> and I it's that's my go-to. That's like my favorite. I song think of all time. I think if if it exists, I think you need to do. Michael learns to rock. Yeah. <laughs> Eternal. Okay, I'll look for that. I'll look for that. Because my go-to, I will not do my go-to. But the one thing that I do definitely, well, you were there for it, Amy. It was not It was not a high point for me in life. Was um, I can do all the words to Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> oh. And I can do that in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I can do Shoop, too. I think that's impressive. Oof. I think... Those are both impressive. I used to be able to do Girls by BC Boys. Uh, it's been a long time, but that used to be my go when I was in high school and we would be on like the bus for like soccer or soccer team or whatever. We would all play Girls. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, I- we didn't have like speaker. So I, I think we just did it a cappella. Because <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Like, I'm like thinking back. I'm like none of we us didn't had have cell karaoke phones machines. Would... Yeah, like how did we? I think we just so started I I used chanting. to have, so I, while I've only done karaoke like in a bar like a couple times in my life, like we used to have um, the game Rock Band, mm. which is like oh. Guitar Hero, but it's like a whole band and you sing, and that was like my fucking favorite thing to do is yeah. to have some drinks and go in the basement and get on rock band yeah so yeah like we're all of a certain age so again something that our kids will never get to do and some of you listening are just never going to know the joy and pain of when you loved a song and you would call the radio stations and be like please play this song and then you would sit there with your little mixtape Mm-hmm. Ready to wait. hit record yep. and wait. Ready to hit record. And yep. you'd have to have and... the DJ talking over it for like the beginning mm-hmm. of the song. At the beginning of the song, yeah. all yeah. the songs always had the DJ talking over it at and the you'd instrumental be like, part. Shut up, Casey Kasem. <laughs> so I was obsessed when I remember doing this like hard was um, during Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <gasps> Everything, Everything I, do. I do, I do oh, it for you. Stop. The greatest, the way <laughs> I. <laughs> The way I had a full-on love affair with that music video. And Brian Adams just belting. Oh, my God. And, I mean, like, I... Look into my heart. I had a big... Like, my... You guys, my early college years, that was my Kevin Costner era. Like... (laughs) Were you, like, watching Field of Dreams? Well, no, he was Robin Hood. (laughs) He was... He was I mean, no, it wasn't Field Alan of Dreams. Rickman it was, was, it was Bull Durham. It was Bull Durham. Yeah, okay, fair. But Alan Rickman in um, Robin Hood, right? That was him. He was the bad. Who's the baddie in that? That's him, right? I Alan Rickman. Thinks I gotta look this up. Hang I don't on. know Alan Rickman in anything He's... though. Like, um, I am pulling it up because that was like in the yeah, it was Alan. He was the sheriff of Nottingham. Okay. See, I was a First Night fan, Ooh, and I well, went yeah. all in for Richard Gere in First Night. Oh, as oh that was good. That was a good one. Yeah. As Lancelot. I was, oh, I was thinking A Knight's Tale. I, no, <laughs> I, I mean, that was 
like right the tarot now. I used. I love a knights too. So, but this was this was. I mean, Sean Connery yes. was King Arthur, yes. and mm. Richard Gere was Lancelot, and he. It was like the classic, like forbidden love, the love triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, it was, it was so amazing. So good, Guinevere. Oh, who played Guinevere in that? Ju- was I it Julia Ormond. Yep. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was. I wanted to be her. Oh, like 100%. I wanted the dress. I because <laughs> she I was to be she, saved. Was she? Yeah, in, in that, but also wasn't she Legends of the Fall? Julia Ormond. Like, is that where I first fell in love with her? Legends of the Fall. Oh, yeah. That was intense. Legends of the Fall was good. Yeah. I mean, Brett, that's probably, Brett, either that or uh, River Runs Through It, to me, are like the top Brad Pitt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are way off base here, but that's okay, because this is uncensored and anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So we are talking about movies. So I'm going to bring it back over to like we had a whole bunch of questions in the Patreon today. Yeah, can I just and, yeah, can I just say yeah. really quick like for for whatever reason, like we all have weeks that are shit weeks and this has been a shit week and I was I was telling Leanne Megan this before we started tonight. I was like, "You know what? I'm just like my mental bandwidth is spent. I'm like I'm not even going to look at the Patreon. I'm just going to go into our uncensored and like It'll be whatever it'll be. I'll have content. I won't have content, whatever. But then like 20 minutes before we were getting on, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to glance through it because I can't focus on anything else right now. And um, it was the happiest that I've been all week is looking through the Patreon post for tonight's Uncensored. So thank you, patrons, for um, the hilarity Mm -hmm. (laughs) in your Mm -hmm. questions. Uh, You never cease to amaze me with what amazing content you come up with. So, yeah, I want to toss out a softball one just to get us warmed sure. up. Cause there's some, there's some, there's some like even softball ones are fun, but like there's some that are like real brain twisters. Cause I did do a little one... bit of homework with, with okay, okay. today too. So I'm excited. Well, I certainly that. want you yeah. to get to report out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to go softball. I think one that could be like easy right out of the gate. So what is a K drama or which K drama, um, gave you the first watch of an actor who is now a favorite and was it the actor's charisma or the writing which made him stand out to you and it could be a she too it doesn't have to be a him so i don't i don't want to be a broken record but i i think it's important <laughs> to say no i'm not talking about goblin i'm not talking okay, about okay. Goblin. No, no, no. <laughs> um i'm going to talk about Eamon ho um because it was one of those things so we had this was back in our earliest drama watching days, right? Like, so Leah and I had watched Crash Landing on You and Goblin. And I think that was it. And we were trying to decide what to do next. And we were in our, like, Kim Moon sook like, we're going to watch all the things that she that she wrote, right? And so Leah's like, well, let's either do Descendants of the Sun or The King Eternal Monarch. And we knew nothing about either of them. And so all I did is I, like, read the blurbs for each of them. And I saw that Eamon Ho was in the King Eternal Monarch. And I said, look, I'm kind of into like this parallel, you know, parallel worlds thing. And also everybody's talking about this Eamon Ho guy. And I, I mean, he looks fine. Like the pictures of him look great, but like, I don't really know what it is. So I'm like, I'm going to watch this one. And so I started it a little bit before you. And I just remember texting you and being like, what is happening to me right now? Because Mm -hmm. The second this man walked on screen and opened his mouth, I was a goner. I'm like, what is, like, talk about the Riz? Like, this guy has, <laughs> seriously, like, just charisma for days, and I did not know what was happening to me. And, yeah, I love all of the things. 
that he does now. Amazing. How about you, Megan? Uh, for me, it was Healer and Ji Chang Wook. And I'll never... That drama changed my life. Like, it is that good. It is that perfect mix. I, I, I mean, I maybe tons of people probably think this. I mean, that's why entertainment's so amazing. Like, it felt like it was made for me. It, like, had all the elements of things I love. And I would say, um, for me, it was absolutely a, a perfect casting mix of the writing and the charisma of Ji Chang-wook and his ability to um, play vulnerability so well, but yet um, still kind of have this like tough, sexy exterior, I guess. I, I just think to me that just was like an absolute perfect casting choice. And that, and so, that was when I learned that you could like go hard on the binging because I was like oh. six episodes ahead of Megan when we started watching Healer. Oh my god! That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and all the of a sudden, watch. all of a sudden, she's like, "I'm on like such and such episode." I'm like, "What have, yeah. have you like talked to your I, children?" Like, no, <laughs> I have. I had not. I ignored my children. I probably didn't eat. Like I was like very consumed with Healer, and to this day, like I will. I Ji Chong Uk would have to. I don't know, murder someone for me to like not be a fan. Like that is how much uh, I would just, I'm just an eternal. Even then you'd probably be like, okay, but did they deserve it? Like, right. Were they a bad guy? (laughs) (laughs) I have eternal love with Ji Chong Uk. Did they kill a parrot? (laughs) (laughs) In an abandoned amusement park. So I just went with the first thing that popped in my head, which is a surprise and not a surprise. And it's, so it's the drama that, for me, changed how I thought about watching dramas. So it is Run On, which I remember starting it and DMing with Megan or Amy so much, being like, I literally don't think I can do it. Like, right. I can't do this. And then I had, like, a drug-fueled awakening with the drama where I was like, now I like it. But MC1 in that drama, I think that what happened to me with MC1 was a beautiful connection (laughs) but I just I loved him and I I mean I will say the writing in that drama like I think it's fine but it didn't like it didn't crush it for me I think I think honestly I suspect that if you like it a you're better than me and also that like I think it probably worked a lot better in Korean um but he himself it's not his best work, but I was, wanted to know more. And so I have yeah. followed him to so many dramas now, and I'm always happy with him. And it's funny because it's not like he's like this like ultimate, like, like I don't have like a lusty thing where I'm like, ugh, MC1, like, <laughs> you know, like, I just really like him. Yeah. And I like him being a runner. I like him being a hapless intern and me saying I like him being a budding psychopath in Strangers from Hell. Like I'm just every time I see him, he delights me. You do still need to watch Summer Strike. Summer which Strike I, is which on I'm still my in the list. middle of. Like, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. halfway through it's, it and then had a like it's great. And then something else like popped up that was we were doing for the for the pod and He's, so I left it. It's it's a good role for him. It is. I I loved it. Like I was like halfway through it and I loved yeah. it and then I just got sidetracked. 
But no, that's a good, I like that. That's a good choice, MC Wan. And because I do remember that did like change the trajectory of like, like you have followed him. Yeah, I just, I really love him. I love him too. And he's got a great mouth. But again, like respectfully, and I'm not respectful always, but I'm just saying there's like, <laughs> like I just, I really, for some reason, like sometimes there's people that just get me on like a more like spiritual level and he's one of them. Yeah. I'm not gross about him. No. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll jump out with one more, then you guys can all pick some. So okay. what is a moment that stands out to you as the moment a drama sucked you in? And since not all dramas are winners, some definitely have that one scene where you decide to fully commit. Hmm. Hmm. I don't want to spoil. That is kind of hard. Okay, I'll do one while you're thinking yeah, because one, I, do, I just like I one, one jumped spoiling? in my head as yeah. soon as I read it. Okay. So it's okay to not be okay. I think it's the first episode where she has a knife I was and just she gonna goes s- to stab someone and he like grabs the knife to stop her and by they're the like blade. looking at each other by yeah the by blade. the blade so he's got his hand around the blade they're looking at each other blood's just running down and for whatever happened i was like i'm in like i am fucking in on whatever the hell is gonna happen next So, this is hard. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to talk about a drama that I'm watching right now that the last episode's dropping this week, and that's Destined With You um, with Rowan, who is I'm definitely in the Rowan era right now. Um, so this is a drama, and I'll talk about this because I'm. you guys haven't watched this drama, and you're probably not going to, but I'm going to do a podcast on it with um, Megan from Afternoon Army next week, so I'm very excited about that. Um but this is a drama that I watched specifically because it was Rowan. And I that's the only reason I went to this drama. Like, I didn't really care what it was about. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to watch it. And the first few episodes, like, there are some people who dropped it within, like, the first three episodes. And I I get it because it was kind of slapsticky in the beginning. Um, also, it was, like, it seemed like it was going to be kind of super dark. And then it, like, totally changed tone. And it seemed like it didn't know what it wanted to be. And then episode four, it really hit his stride. Hit its stride. Well, he hit he hit his stride. <laughs> um, and this is, I mean, like I've posted about it on Instagram. Like I don't think it's a spoiler that there's a love potion situation in this drama. Like a lot of people have been talking about it. Um, and the love potion incident happens in episode four, and it's like everything just sort of changed um, as far as the trajectory of the story. And it was delightful and super fun and um definitely people who have dropped the drama there's we have a discussion going like on patreon and there are some of us we're talking about on instagram a lot of people have said you've got to get to episode four because everything changes and that's totally when i felt it too would i have stuck with the drama anyway because rowan was in it 150 percent um but i'm very happy to say that uh, episodes 15 and 16 are dropping this week and I am like gaga for this drama now and I didn't know that that was going to happen so 
So I'm actually going to go a throwback with business proposal. And I'm going to say it's the classic scene Mm. where she's on the first date and she says, this is Samantha and this is Rachel (laughs) referring to her boobs. I just loved everything about that whole awkward dinner scene, how she's trying to turn him off, how she's being flirty. I loved her outfit. I loved her hair. I loved her makeup and the way he's like, just does not know what is going on that entire date. I like it set up this perfect, weird, awkward dynamic between them. And that was the moment where I was like, I need to see this drama through. I need to see what happens and how they end up together. Um, Especially with that, like disastrous date. There's some really good comedy in that drama. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say the the other scene, I mean, I was already in, but the other scene is where, uh, you know, a business proposal, um, she's his employee, basically, but she also uh, had, like, a blind date with him where she, again, like, tried to, like, turn him off uh, to help her friend, and she didn't realize it was her boss at the time. So then she's obviously trying to hide from him in her workplace, and she, like, runs from him, and she always wears slippers, and, like, well... The, the slides and the slide came off and went flying through the air like ludicrously in like, the lobby of the building slapsticky yeah. and, and it hit him in the forehead and I normally I'm I'm not like super super into slapstick but the way this drama did it and the way that <laughs> it hit you know the perfect face of on high us up and it was just I loved it and the uh, the iconic I have no chingu <laughs> oh my gosh yes All right, so some of you can jump in, or else I can keep asking. But I feel like I'm hogging the questions. No, I mean, Amy, why don't why don't we do the one that you did work on? Well, I did a, I did work on a couple. So we had a couple. Oh, okay. We had a couple different. Hello. Oh yeah, sorry about that. I'm on call for work. <laughs> it's okay. So there are a couple people in Patreon who posted, um, you know, who would you cast from a K drama in these Western roles? Right. And you know that, like, my ridiculous Hollywood knowledge and why I know all of the things, like, I don't know why I know. Um, but there are some some cast lists put up there that I was very excited to cast. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to actually find, hang on. Um, so one of our patrons, so there, there were a lot of great questions going back and forth. And then one of our patrons... Um, came in and said, I'm going to do what I do best and lower the tone. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to give a shout to Emma, our patron Emma, because she comes up with some super funny stuff. And so she She gave us Kim. She gave us Kim. She gave us Kim. I gotta give. I gotta give. Yeah, we have to give credit to Kim. If you all remember the shark's bride. (laughs) So she said, I'm curious to hear who you would cast in. Um, She's talking about she just watched Magic Mike. So she's like, what who you would cast in what I'm calling Magic Min? And she's like, here's mine. So she gave four. So if you don't yeah. know Magic Mike, um, it's the Channing Tatum uh, stripper movie that's loosely based on his experience as a stripper because um, he's a dancer. And that's how he got mm-hmm. into you know movies and stuff like that. Um, and I've seen Magic Mike and I love the movie Magic Mike. I'm not ashamed at all to say that. Um, there's a lot of good stuff to look at in that movie. And there's a story. So anyway, <laughs> so I will let you know 
who her casting is, and then I'm going to give you my casting. And then if you guys have some casting, I would love yeah, to hear that. I certainly I do. do. Okay. I do. So her casting is um, Weeha Jun, as mm-hmm. one does, Wudo Hwan, uh, Kim Ji Hoon, who is Oma, um, mm-hmm. and An Bo Hyun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent list. Excellent list. So the first thing that I have to say is like, I think everybody's list should have An Bo Hyun on there. So I had to put him on mine. But then I did somebody mm-hmm. different for, for, I did four as well. So I've got An Bo Hyun because have you seen him do the push-ups in? Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So An Bo Hyun, Pak Seo Joon. Yeah, I mean, yes, that was mine. <laughs> um, Lee Je Hoon from Move to Heaven, our underground fighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, from Past Lives and Love to Hate You or Hate to Love You, whatever it's called, I never say it right, uh, tell you, because that man is built. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He's also over 40. Mm -hmm. So I did uh, did two, but the first one I did... So I actually did a K-pop version. Ooh. Oh. Because. Was I it just, everyone from Monster X? <laughs> no, no. I mean, there's, you know. Um, so I did five. Okay. And I'm pretty excited about this list because I really did think about it. I think the lead role would be Shonu from Monster X. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, because. I mean, yes. I don't know why you would really choose anyone else for the role in all of K-pop. And let me just, I just want to interrupt you for one second, because sometimes we get feedback of, like, don't talk about K-pop in this. Mm-hmm. Go, just hit pause. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not into K-pop, hit pause. Go look up Shonu from Monster X. Go look X. up Shonu. I'm going to write I down, because I... Watch watch what he can do with his mantides. Yeah. Go look up Shootout, <laughs> the song Shootout. And watch what he does in the beginning. And I want you so to look, look at him and also realize that, because I, I told you this today, Megan, because I'm never yeah, over it. Yeah, He oh, yeah. did alternate service in the military. So, um, you know, more social services. When you look him up, I want you to also reflect on the fact that he taught kindergarten. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you're a mom showing up to pick up your kid. I'd be the most attentive parent. I would be like, can I be the room mom? Yeah, I mean, can I'd be, I be volunteering for. I mean, that's we're what doing do teaching need? wrong. Yeah, <laughs> what do you need? Okay, so it's gonna be Shonu from Monster X. It's gonna be Ten from NCT. Hmm. Uh, it, it just if you know Ten, you you know why this works. Ten never wears clothes. Then it would be Eric from The Boys. Eric is from LA, so he kind of has that like. Um, uh, I guess I would say like American, like Korean American, like swagger. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, you know what? I have six. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm also gonna choose BM from Card. If you know who BM is, I that's all I gotta say. Just look him up. Then I'm gonna choose Hoshi from Seventeen mm-hmm. because it's Hoshi. And lastly, Mingi from Eighties. Mm. Those are my six. Magic Min uh, <laughs> guys, and I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud of that. No, I, I would say that's good. Yeah. Okay. So, look, 
Park Soo-jun. Like, build the whole thing around him. Yep. He would be the magic mic. Like, we don't need, like, we just start there and we really just, like, <laughs> sit there. <laughs> but, like, if we're going to do some, like, henchman buddies, Kong Teo. Extraordinary yes. attorney. Oh moves, my god! Beautiful thank baby. you. Like, yes. See, I was. He would be like the teddy bear yes. type stripper. I'm, I'm going for teddy bear strippers. I, I was, like, I, was yeah. like, I he. I didn't think of him because he is such a cinnamon roll. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, and then I'm also going with another teddy bear, and that is going to be um, Namjoo Hyuk from yeah. Startup and oh, you know yeah, weightlifting fairy and things like that. I mean, he is. Again, just kind of like a little cinnamon roll, precious. Like, I'm going to watch him get down. I bet he's got, like, some awkward body rolls in there. <laughs> and then I want to go full daddy. And um, so this is somebody that neither of you know yet. But I'm going for um, Son Gu, who is uh, Mr. Gu from My Liberation Notes. Ah, uh, yes. He is oh. over 40. Yeah. He is I watched a video where he was getting interviewed on like some variety show and he was like, so I, I mean, I don't know. He's, he, I'm sure he's full of shit. He's like, I don't really work out. I'm like, mm, look mate. I mean, I believe that there's unicorns in this world, but like, <laughs> mm, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I kind of call bullshit. He just, yeah, I'm always here for, like, you know, like, I would put him in as more of, like, you know, he's had some chances, life hasn't gone his way, he's always sweaty, and, you know, he's just looking for his, like, he's just looking for a win somewhere, put him in the, put him in the cast. You know how I want to mm-hmm. add now, because I'm just thinking of going back to business proposal? Kim and Hugh. Mm. Remember him in the weight, oh, remember him in the weight he room? Would be, <gasps> he would be, like, the nerdy look, yeah. and then he'd whip off his glasses, mm-hmm. and it would just be on. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Okay, so... I did make an over 40 list as well. <laughs> I really, I really like this question. Okay. Okay. There's a couple, there's some overlap. So my main would be tall you. Thank you. Okay. Because yeah. I can just see him. Yeah. I could so see him in this role as being like this, like down on his luck guy. And he's just, and he's like, you know what? I can take my clothes off. And he like looks fucking great, but he also looks like realistic. He's got like a real. Well, he like body. here's the thing: like in past lives, it's not like he ever took a shirt off or anything. I was just looking at him in his right. clothes and being like, "That man is thick." Like, right? Hate to love you. He is a thick dude. Like he's got like like yeah, muscle. Yeah, but he's also like realistic yeah. looking. Like he's not like zero body fat, which I I love his look. Okay, so it'd be tall you. It would be Lee Dong-uk because he would just be, I think, fantastic. It'd be Jung Sung-il, who is the hot daddy from The Glory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would be Soji Sub because he's beautiful. And that would be He Soon pa- Park, which is who is um, the uh, hot mafia daddy from my name. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So anyway. I had fun with that one. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> Magic Min. I like that one. Okay, so let's do this question because we both kind of, ta- we, or we all kind of talked about this um, at the beginning. Wait, let me find it. Okay, a drama you keep telling yourself you'll watch, but actually in your heart of hearts, you'll never <laughs> actually watch. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> Mine is Scarlet Heart Rio. What? 
Yeah, I don't think I'll oh, watch it. Megan, I'm pissed. It's in my top three. It's in my top five. It's in my top five. I'm, I'm actually offended right now. I think we need an updated list. I'm, I'm actually offended. Actually. I'm like, I feel literally, pissed. Literally, actually, honestly. Literally, actually, honestly, fully pissed right now. I'm so I don't think I'll ever get what? to it. What? Even after I'm mad? No. Why? Why? First of all, why? Why? Because first of all, where can I watch it, Leah? It doesn't fucking matter. You yeah, can't. it does. <laughs> I will find I will I will give you a link. <laughs> it fucking matters. Oh, I'm I'm so, I am so <laughs> mad at this. I thought you would just go, okay. That's really funny. No, I have like I'm kind of shy fire reaction. in my veins. Me too. Because is this is this the mezcal talking? No! <laughs> I'm actually I'm mad about this. I, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, now I feel like I need to make it better and watch it. Like, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, better. <laughs> this is me toxically not letting you have agency. Oh my god. Because the problem look, is Okay, you know what? Let me let me just resell this to you fast. First, oh, we have like you know, a bunch of K-pop actors in it. This is Ijunki at his most Phantom of the Opera saddest. This is look, there's palace intrigue, but it's incest. So like what? Like, oh, it's so sad. He's fucking his sister. Like, yeah, like just get with it. It's gross and crazy. It's not just boring. It's like, what's gonna happen? Blah blah blah. Oh, he's gonna fuck his sister. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't helping. I was like, that's not that's not selling. No, but I'm just saying that like yeah. that's not your average palace intrigue. They're not no, just like no, walking not. around in the backstages. At one point they are shooting arrows at Ijungi for no reason. His mom is. His mom just decided like hates him for no possible reason. <laughs> and they tie him to the side of the palace and just shoot flaming arrows at him for what? fun. For no reason. The problem is I know how it ends. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's the journey, right? It is the journey. Never say that you will. I mean, <laughs> never say you're not going to watch it. Okay. I mean, I guess I got to put it on my list now. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't expect that reaction at all. Oh, I feel so upset right now. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I upset you. Now I feel bad. I feel like I need to. This is like no, it's the okay. Pisces in me. It's I okay. have to make it right. No, I can deal with it. Okay. Does that mean you girl. might someday watch Boys Over Flowers? No, that's another one. I'll never. I'll you would have to throw a huge number tantrum. I will watch. I do still think I might watch the airs, but or airs. Sorry, not the airs. Airs, but I would watch. Yeah, I would watch that before Boys Over Flowers. I think you should watch airs. Yeah. Okay. We'll maybe do we do a pod. Maybe we do a pod at some point where like we all pick something for the other person to watch, and they just have to watch it. <laughs> you have to watch oh, it. God, no. Yes, I think that would be a fun one. I actually kind of like that. That could be something we could do next year and give each other a lead time and you just, you got to watch it. And it's an unboxing. We mail each other the the drama with like a little like watch (laughs) kit and you have to do an unboxing. Oh oh my God. Uh, We should totally, that's actually a really good idea. I'm actually, I will, I would be down with that. Okay. Well, you'll send me a Phantom of the Opera mask and I have to to wear it while I watch. Yeah. And some handmade BB cream that IU puts on him. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, all right. So speaking of IU, 
I keep saying I'm probably going to go back to it, but I have no desire to, and that's Hotel Del Luna. Yeah, I don't think you'll ever go back to that. I tried it. I did do four episodes, and I know people love it, and I wanted to love it, and I did not love it. So I don't think I'll go back to it. Because there's so many other dramas to watch. But if somebody Mm. wants to try and talk me into it, you can. So I'm not going to surprise anyone here with the fact that I'm never going to watch See You in My 19th Life. (laughs) 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 For no reason. No plausible good reason. Like, there's no negativity in me. I just know in my heart that unless I open up an unboxing thing with the order to watch it, it's not getting watched. Maybe that will be. I don't know, man. It's not, it's not a should... hill that I would die on. That I would send you a box. Yeah, for that I. One. It's not a hill I'll die on either, because there, are, as much as I liked it, it could have been better. Hmm. Yeah, because it was short. It was rushed. It could have like it's. A, I don't usually say dramas could be longer, but I think that one could have been longer. Okay. Yeah. That was a good. That was a really good question. Yeah, and it really fired up Leah. God, I'm still like I'm like feeling it in my loins all right can we do another casting one yeah yeah i know you like the casting. i do i do i just want to say while you're pulling this up i've had a sidebar conversation with one of our patreons one of the ones who's really into casting um and i'm not going to get into it all right now but we have been doing a side conversation about fantasy casting um, the court series by Sarah J. Mass with K drama characters. Oh, I know who. You're, yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it hasn't been an unpleasant exercise. And then she's like, "Have you been telling Megan and Amy about it?" I'm like, "Well, I can't tell Megan because Megan doesn't watch it. it. Yeah, or read it. And then yeah, but you, you, I could, you know, offline, she's been ta- right she's now. been tagging me and she's been tagging both of us and some okay. stuff. On, I'm considering on Instagram, it, just you know. Um. Okay, so so this is one of her questions. So I'll give okay. I'll give Kara credit where where credit is due. Um, so she had us cast Disney villains, and I'm gonna she, one got corrected later. She so it was she had written Mufasa from Lion King, but she meant Scar, and somebody mentioned that she's like, oh, I meant Scar. So here's here's who Jafar from Aladdin, Captain Hook from Peter Pan, Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, uh, Scar from The Lion King, and Prince Hans from Frozen. Um, and some patrons did some casting, and and there's some fun stuff in there. Um, okay, so <laughs> Jafar, I've got um, Jo Jae-yoon, who's Jin Mu from Alchemy of Souls. Oh, mm. very. Oh my God, that's that's actually I'm really impressed with that. That's a great casting. So, yeah, that was I was really. He needs the full like goatee yeah. thing. I was going. super. I was super proud. Super proud of that. Um, yeah. So for. For Captain Hook, um, I was a big fan of the show Once Upon a Time, um, and Captain Hook was played by Colin O'Donohue in that, and he was very much like the leather-jacketed, like, guy-liner, um, hot Hook. Um, mm-hmm. So for that, I chose Kim Ubin. Oh. Because he's yeah. got the eyes for that. He doesn't need the guy-liner because he's got the eyes. And Gaston, because Gaston is thick, tell you. <laughs> tell you. Yeah. He'd be, he'd play, you guys have to watch, um, Love to Hate You. You really have to. Yeah. He is so fucking yeah. good in it. I want to. And it's a really good drama. No, I do, like, I do I, want to. Oh, just, you guys would love it. I just, I know you Yeah, would. I mean, now that I've, like, like I said, I, I'd watched, like, the first couple of episodes, but then moved on to something else for whatever but, reason, which happens to me all the time. And then I watched Past Lives, and I was like, well, shit, I need to go back and watch that now. Yeah. 
Um, Scar. So one of the one of the patrons um, had done her list, like had done their list, like when uh, Kara posted this, and the patron put this, and I agreed. Um, Isu Hyuk from um, Megan, you know him from Tomorrow. He is um, he is the one involved with our. <gasps> oh my god! Yep, hundred yeah. percent. Oh my god, he would be so yeah, good, Scar. And he has that like low voice. Yes. Yeah. And he basically oh. he basically dresses like Neo from the Matrix in tomorrow. Yes. Uh, um, Prince Hans. Okay, so here's the thing. Somebody put Rowoon. And look, Rowoon would crush Love is an Open Door. Because <laughs> the man can sing, but he is more is to me, he's door. more of a Kristoff than a Hans. Yes. I'm putting Idongwuk as Prince Hans. Mm. You wanna know who else would be good is um Park Young Shik. Yeah. I could see him. As he could really be a good. good he could be a really good because hunt. he can be, he can play like because he looks Prince like look, the good guy. Yeah, but, but he could also guy. play like yeah. a bad. I think he can. He could play that really well. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's my villains. I like it. I like it a lot. This is fun, patrons. Give me people to cast all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I will do this <laughs> like right four up days. Amy's alley. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's do a quick palette cleanser, but kind of along the same thing. But somebody said, "I want to read more." Give me a book recommendation based on dramas. Ugh. So I can do um, a couple that I would give um, if that feels okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Shoot. So um, the first one I'm going to say is like if you are in the vibe of like winter is, you know, it's not here, but, you know, it's knocking out. In the Well, it's not, not even knocking on the door here. It's been so hot. But, you know, it's getting darker. Fall's here. Winter's coming. And, you know, you're kind of in that, like, I still think I'm always wrecking Tale of the Nine Tales for anything atmospheric. I am going to say that if you're in the mood for something atmospheric that's going to fit in, you live in the Northern Hemisphere and that idea that winter is coming. I'm going to recommend the Winter Night Trilogy by Catherine Arden. Yes. Um, It is a slow burn through three books between a... uh, a young witch and a frost demon slash the god of death. It's set in medieval Russia and it has like magic. It has long winters. You can feel it's atmospheric as shit. You've both read it now, right? Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to yeah. say like 10 out of 10, all three of us would recommend. Like I just read it yeah. like a few months ago and it consumed my life for, I mean, like I you read, I read it in like a trilogy. week. Mm. No, I read it in like three days. Like all three of them. Okay, not that quick. I read it in a week for sure. Yeah, you do have to read all three. Like you can't stop with the first one. It's a continuous story, Mm -hmm. and it is so good. Like I just can't explain how good it was. I should have trusted you guys from the beginning because you, you, I know you both have like recommend. It was so. It's a trilogy. It'll. It's like good. It'll take you a while. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. You can settle into a really and good if you trilogy. like audio, the audio is phenomenal. The audio is really good. I listened to it audio. I've read it and I've listened to it in audio. But yeah, it's one of, so like you know that we all three have very different tastes when it comes to dramas. Like we we converge in a lot of things, but we also like a lot of very different things. And all three of us love this trilogy. So it's basically mm-hmm. like if you love a strong, scrappy, really smart heroine. And then, like, an exacerbated or an exasperated man 
or ma- demon, <laughs> like, right. you know, creature that is male identified that like kind of protects her, but kind of can't. Cause I mean, she's also powerful on her own stage and like makes a lot of decisions and she's driving her story. But there's like, I, I love when you have um, that sense of like a hero who just kind of can't keep the heroine like under their thumb and can't like protect them at all times and has to like let them go out and like be dangerous and make decisions that can be bad or harmful. And, and also like, an I'm, impossible love story, which is like my favorite yeah. kind. Yeah, you're in love with the god of death. And I don't even like horses and there's a talking horse in this. And that does not I understand as soon as I said it, that's not gonna sell anyone. No, it's, it's a very it's, strong it's done horse. In, it's a very it telepath it telepathically. Yes. Yeah, it's not like Mr. Yeah. Ed. Look, I'm yeah. and I and I don't even like horses. And I'm so attached to this freaking horse. Yeah, me too. It's great. It's a great trilogy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone else have something that you feel like, you know, I think it's like the vibe of a the vibe of a genre in K drama versus the book. Right. I mean, if we're going vibey and you brought up Tale of the Nine Tailed and it's just like like the first Tale of the Nine Tailed, which mm-hmm. in the beginning we were like is this horror and do we love it? Because we were loving it and it was creepy as hell. And then it got just bonkers. Um, but if you're going for like that kind of vibe, like creepy as hell, um, atmospheric, and we are getting into spooky season. If you know, if you celebrate spooky season, um, I'm going to go with Mexican Gothic. Oh, I love. I know you do. Me- You're the one who got me to read it. Oh, no, it was, actually, it was a local friend who got me to read it, but you also were recommending it. It's um, so weird. It's, it's so, so weird. weird. And I don't even know. I loved I loved it. I love the twist in it. Yes, I, did, I, I did. can 10 <laughs> out of 10 is... say I did not expect well, that. Well, I was going to say, like, if you want something that's just a bonkers twist, like the first tale of the nine-tailed is, then Mexican Gothic is for you. I mean, how do you... I don't even know how to explain it because mm. it's a woman who's going to Mexico to rescue her sister. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Yep. But it's like they're in like an old English estate in Mexico that was like an old silver mine and like British colonizers moved in and like are in this like estate that's like slowly rot. Imagine like the it's okay to not be okay mansion, but it's like falling apart slowly. But it's yeah. got like that vibe of like the darkness, the heaviness, the secrecy. And once you get into this house, weird shit starts to happen. Yeah, real weird shit happens. <laughs> so it's like a horror romance. It is. It's it's a it's a gothic story. Like yeah. it, it is what it's it is. It's a true gothic. It's yeah. a true gothic. Yeah. And the twist is it's, bonkers. I, I absolutely loved it. You guys recommended it. I read it on vacation and like I'm at the beach and I'm like ignoring my family to read this book um mexican gothic at like it's like not a beach read no no, it's it's not not. a beach read but i didn't care and uh i sat and yeah i like ignored everyone and just read this book and they're like megan do you want to play no i don't want to do anything but sit in this chair and read this book because it was so good Mm. so and i feel like we should I feel like we should give credit to the authors. So the Winter Night Children is Catherine Arden. Mm-hmm. And Mexican Gothic is Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. Okay, Megan? Um, 
Yeah, I was actually going to re- recommend the book I'm reading right now, but uh, I literally cannot, <laughs> cannot remember the title or the author name. <laughs> so it's so, really good. I it's like, I'm sorry. Um, I'll, I was, I've been like looking while you guys were talking. What about the shark like, one? Like, you talked about the shark one recently, but. Oh, I mean, look, I don't even know if I can recommend Shark Heart. I mean, if you maybe, like him, Finn. <laughs> Sharkheart is so weird. Like, I, I will say, if you're looking for something that, like, you've never read before, I truly do not think you've read anything like Sharkheart. And if you have, then I don't know what you're reading. But um, it was truly one of the, the most unique books I've I've ever read. And it was weird. And I feel like I got something out of it. And clearly, because I keep talking about it. So, Yeah. Read Shark Heart. And actually, someone... Was it on page? No, oh no. Someone on Instagram commented, actually, and they were like, I loved Shark Heart. And I was like, oh, well, see? There you go. All right. Um, Why don't we talk about what we're watching now? Because we didn't do that yet. Mm-hmm. Amy, what are you watching? Um, I already mentioned it. I'm watching Destined with You, which is ending this week so i will be done with it by the time this show airs um and that's the only thing i'm watching right now because i'm on a book deadline so i can only handle two hours a week of k-drama um but i'm super excited for the last two episodes of this drama it has had some really good twists that has me like really really hooked and and loving the drama way harder than i knew that i would and are you loving like the romance and everything yeah. too yeah Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I, you know, like, it's interesting, because like I said, there is like a love potion situation, um, but there's like curses, and I I had put a post in Patreon about it to talk about it last week, I think, when I just started kind of going crazy about the drama, and I'm like, is it the Rowan effect? Is this drama really good? I'm not sure. Um, And one of our patrons actually did, like, a really big deep dive on all the magic in it and, like, the curses and the types of magic. And, like, now I'm, like, I want to go down this rabbit hole. Um, It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Um, So I am watching The Worst of Evil, which is currently airing. um, And, like, five episodes just dropped, like, yesterday. And I'm dying to get to them i haven't been able to so the worst of evil stars uh ji chong uk so it's funny because my you know i think we talked before how we always give ourselves like names on squadcast and my name today is i'm back on my jcw bullshit because i'm like this is i've been waiting for ji chong uk to have another role like this and he is killing it so it's Ji Chung Uk and Wee Ha Jun. I mean, I would say that they're like the they're the two coat they're the two headliners. They're they're, they're really, really equal to me in like screen time or whatever. Um, and then also uh, M Semi is in it as well. So Wee Ha Jun plays a gangster, and Ji Chung Uk plays a cop going undercover to take down. We had June, but, uh, and it was like the first episode was like really violent. And so it was like the beginning of the second episode. And I wasn't really like getting who these characters were. And I was kind of like, well, shit, is this going to be really flat? And just like, like, if it is just like a flat 
I guess action violent drama like okay but that's really what I I didn't want that from these actors because I know they have the range to do more and then the end of episode two kicked in and I was like oh shit I am completely sold <laughs> so um but uh basically Wee Hajun is a bad bad man a bad bad gangster but he holds a torch for his first love his church choir girlfriend oh my god uh-huh uh-huh who is now a police detective and she's married to none other than ji chong uk who is working undercover to take down wee haji that is a so, great love triangle it's so great guys because there's all this entanglement and the violence of the gangs but then there's a really really personal level just about like love and this like these these like messy entanglements they have personally and like it doesn't get better than this like it is and apparently these next five episodes get so fucking messy there's like now there's like a love quadrangle i can't wait like um there's just so much in this drama that like i actually it had me like tearing up at one point already i'm like five episodes in or four five episodes in so yeah anyway i'm very sold on the worst of evil so it is for me in the u.s or for us in the u.s it's on hulu um i will say subtitles on hulu are really frustrating they're oftentimes like either before like a lot of times they're like they're not matched up to the dialogue very well that's like my major beef it's just really annoying to watch but if you can handle the violence of the worst of evil because it is violent like i'm talking a lot of blood <laughs> okay um, there's fighting all the time. It's gangs. But if you can handle it, like, the, it's it's good. That's all. Wait, how is it just you echoing? You are, too. Oh, no, I am echoing, too. So this is about oh, time yeah. for Anyang, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call it, folks. Thank you for listening. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, can I just do one thing before we leave? Yeah. I just want to cast Magic Min let's call them like female burlesque dancers okay, okay? i'm not gonna call them like you know topless dancers but i feel like we need to we need to give the we need to shout out some so women. this is our moulin rouge so the yes that's great so this would be like moulin rouge and i think that these women would kill it so first we got a han sohi uh she was in um my name and what was it nevertheless that one i didn't see that one um the one with song kong i forget then nana so she was in into the ring Mm -hmm. and recently she was also in mass girl she killed the role like i'm well killed i yeah but she (laughs) if you saw mass girl you know what i mean nana i just amazing she would be so good in that type of like risque role. And then Bay Susie, of yeah. course. I'm really looking forward to Duna. With it looks Bae fun. Susie it looks up. super fun. Oh my God. Then Kim Se Jong, our favorite from uh, Business Proposal. And then last, I think she would be an excellent round out to this cast. Our favorite little, little uh, diminu- diminutive actor, actress, Park Jin Oh, for sure. And she can sing. Yeah, she can. She can sing really well. So 
those are my yeah those are my moulin rouge castings for magic men <laughs> magic maybe magic shin for the women <laughs> so yeah that's it um that's all we have for uncensored i guess this month right that was a good yeah. one yeah um, yeah, we're a we're a little early in our uncensored because both Megan and Leah will be absent next week. So I will be that's right. when I will be recording with Megan from Afternoon Army for our fun hour or so of Roan. Yeah, Leah will be in Seoul and I will be in California on my wine segue tour. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to hear about both. I know. All right. Well, All thank right. you, we'll patrons, you for the excellent content. Thank you, everyone, for listening, yes. and we'll see you next time. Annyeong! Annyeong. Leah's waving. Kamsamnida! <laughs> thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A F T E R N O O N A D E L I G H T. Dot com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, Annyeong!